Folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 podcast. Once again, I am Russell, your host. I want to thank you for tuning in. Your time is very valuable. You're spending it with me, and I appreciate it. Once again, if you want to follow on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube, those links will be in the description area. So you can join the community, get the motivational quotes, daily retweets, reposts of podcast, past YouTube videos, all that information out there that will come to you daily to hopefully help you, help you and those around you be able to get the motivation and guide you in the right direction. So that is, I changed up the artist today, that's Andy Minio, M-I-N-E-O, Andy Minio Neverland. So check that out once again at the end of the podcast, I will... Uh, play, you know, another 30 seconds to a minute so you can hear that, see if it's something that you like. Once again, for me, it's just positive music. Of course, they have uh, some negative type music, but it's more of the negativity of what's going on in the world and what we can do to fix it. So <clears throat> coming at you today with a, a podcast on a utopian society. I made a podcast about this and then I've Recently been training for a triathlon, so I've been watching a lot of videos on bicycling, swimming, and all these different things. And I was able to come across some YouTube videos about cities that use bicycles more than they use their actual roads for cars. I thought that was an interesting concept. Now that I ride bikes, of course, it's something that I do a little bit more actually using these pathways. Uh, so my YouTube video, I'll try to discuss a little bit of what I have in there and then I'll try to expand on it in this podcast. <clears throat> so what I had said before is I think we get a false view of what a utopian society is. I think what we see a utopian society is where everybody's happy. Right, And everything will be okay. Some see it as even you'll never have to work. And I've mentioned it before. As a Christian, we believe man was meant to work. Now, what you choose as your career now can be a major downfall in your happiness. A young lady that I was working with talked about how she was getting an accountant degree. And I heard her over... I overheard her discussing this with somebody about, oh yeah, even when I graduate, I'll probably still you know, work as a waitress for a little bit and travel, blah, blah, blah. And I told her, well, why do you even get your college degree or why, why even the accounting degree? Oh, I don't even like accounting, but I know it'll make money. Well, so first of all, that's your downfall to this so-called utopian society. You are taking jobs that you don't really even want. And if that's the case then there will never be such thing as a utopian society. Nothing will ever make you happy because unfortunately you are going down the wrong path in that sense. 
But I think this utopian society we need to be careful of, especially in today's world. I think it was Bill Gates or uh, I overheard a comment the other couple weeks ago where Bill Gates, quote, if that's the person I can't remember, because um, I think Steve Jobs is dead. I'm not an iPhone guy, so I couldn't tell you. But what he said was eventually we'll be at a point in society where everybody can make a decent living whether they work or not. Right? And I think that's that false concept of a utopian society that you and I need to be aware of. And we need to be worried about. Because eventually it will lead to nobody's going to work. Because why would I want to work if I'm going to get $40,000 a year for doing nothing? And in reality, a majority of people, unfortunately nowadays, don't even make that by themselves. They, you know, they're in the 30 to 40 range. Um, and I don't know, he didn't give a specific number. But what I'm saying is you've got to be careful that unfortunately one day that means nobody will be working. And that's not a utopian society. We've got to understand that. Because if you look at this from a family point of view, right? We've got to understand, and I've mentioned this in my video on how to be financially independent and setting your future family up for success. And we've got to understand that Bill Gates wasn't always rich, right? Steve Jobs wasn't always rich. The Rockefellers, whoever you want to, whatever rich person, Jay-Z wasn't always rich for you hip-hop fans out there. But you've got to understand that they've made the money, right? And then the objective is to make sure that you save some of that money, you raise your children in a respectable manner to where they respect money and they don't blow it all on dumb things, so in reality, I've said it before, you've got to understand that you might be the person that has to make that sacrifice that says, hey, when I retire, yeah, I might have $800,000 in the bank to retire on in my IRAs and whatever else, uh, but the objective should be not to spend all that money, pass it on to the next generation to be able to give college you know, tuition to your children, cars, houses, things like that to where they can live more comfortably, raise them to make money, make more money, put more money into it. And we've got to understand that that's how a lot of these other people became rich. But living in a society where nobody would have to work, we automatically just get to get a check. I think that would be more of a, I wish I'd have done my research, you know, a socialist, a fascist, a dictatorship, and not a democracy republic capitalistic society if that's how you want to say it because the only way we could get that money if you think about it is somebody has to write the check right it's like they say the downfall of socialism and all these things eventually you run out of people's other people's money but what you've got to understand is in that utopian society <clears throat> how these people become rich is yes they venture down they have the money to invest in and create companies and hopefully that will be successful but you've got to understand that when you become that rich to where you're wealthy not rich right they always say that's the difference oh yeah they're rich but those people are wealthy you've got to understand that when it comes down to it they are able to live i would think just off the interest or part of the interest of what their actual money is making, right? 
Even if you have your own company, you're reinvesting, you're saving some, and then you're putting it in investments and all these other things to where you're spending a lot less than you're bringing in. And whether that be off of your financial investments or whatever the case may be in that sense, that's how these people become wealthy. All right. Now, the only way you or I or this population could get a check for $40,000 a year, the world could get a check for $40,000 a year and never have to work is you've got to understand that that would mean that this 1% of the 1% of the 1% has so much money. They are... They have so much money that they can write everybody on the planet a check for $40,000. And then in reality, they have all this extra money coming in that it doesn't matter. They're still living the, la- the lavish lifestyle while you, just being happy you don't have to work, live a mediocre lifestyle. I think that's what you've got to understand. The only way that this can truly work is if the super rich, the super duper wealthy, one of 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 one percent is making so much money they can afford to cut you a check for $40,000 a year. That's the only way that this utopian society that they try to talk about to you, the only way it'll work. But you've got to understand, it's the same thing that the Bible says. The, the uh, what do they say? The, uh, the lender... Is that the lender is slave to the owner? I'm trying to think of it. I know that that didn't come out right, but it's that same concept of if you owe somebody money or if someone is always giving you money, you are slave to them no matter what. That's the downfall of all these government assistance programs. That's how they get you in, in reality. They want you to be dependent on them because then they know they got you, right? And that's what you've got to understand is going to happen when. This so-called fake utopian society comes into reality because I think we will one day be in a place where this will happen. And this will be the lie we are fed of the utopian society. You don't have to work, but you'll make $40,000 a year. Right? That's that temptation of you don't have to work. So I might have said more in the YouTube video. You might want to check that out on the YouTube channel, but now the other way I was going to go with this whole concept was the thoughts on how to truly create a utopian society. And like everything else, the downfall is it all depends on you, right? Same thing with success. Success is based on what you believe to be success. That's why we will find out that these million billionaires, right, their sons don't even want to work for the company that dad created. They don't want anything to do with that company. They resent their parents and they have nothing, they want nothing to do with them. So they go off and they venture off and do their own thing and then the parents get really upset. But we've got to understand at least those people are following their dreams. So how can we create this utopian society? And this is something that I thought of. Now I'll go back into that bicycle thing, right? Of these other countries where everybody's biking to work. In some of these places, I think they said they're almost, I think it was like Amsterdam. I remember I went to Amsterdam when I was 18. That was my graduation present from my mother. She took me to Europe for two weeks. And we spent, it was a uh, tour bus. And we took, you know, it was 14 days we would, uh, riding the bus for one day 
stay at a place for one day and then ride the bus again. We visited Amsterdam. And when you go there, there is this square in the middle of town where there were just like thousands upon thousands of bikes or hundreds of, of hundreds of bikes, right? And I was like, you know, you just see them. They're just laying in the grass everywhere. And that guy goes, yeah, here, it doesn't matter. We don't lock up our bikes. We don't do anything. If you wake up and your bike's missing, you just grab the next bike and take it off. So nobody even owned a bike, right? Now, I don't know how the government works. I don't know any of that. It could be that concept of that false utopian society that I was telling you about. Um, But the one thing is, I would say, is you, you create that utopian society, like I said. So what things make you happy? Right. If you're like the girl I work with right now, she's from Florida or something like that, somewhere on the coast. And she just talks about how much she loves, would love to go back home and be next to the ocean. And I don't know if she came here because of her boyfriend's work or why she came here. But in reality, if to you that's happiness, then why the heck are you in Colorado where we don't have any oceans? Right. That makes no sense to me. If you love the ocean and you don't live in a state that there's an ocean, then go live in a state where there's an ocean. It's that simple. It's that simple. Now, yeah, at the beginning it might be difficult because you've got to find a job. You've got to work your way up. You've got to do all these other things. But in the long run, you're going to be happy because the ocean makes you happy. Right? If you're someone that loves the mountains but you hate the ocean, then why are you living where the oceans are? Go somewhere where there are mountains. That's the first step. Understanding that you can make a living. If you're a landscaper, like I used to be for 12 years, right? There's landscaping on the East Coast. There's landscaping on the West Coast. There's landscaping everywhere. Everybody wants landscaping done. So go there and get a job as a landscaper. I understand it's going to be difficult and, you know, you're going to have to be away from family and those ty- and those types of things. But you can always call a family member and talk and Skype and do all these things, right? But you can't do that with the ocean and with nature and, and those types of things that make you happy. And that's what made me think of the beauty of those cities that are becoming bike friendly, right? It's like, well, if you love to bike, sounds like you need to go somewhere like that. Where everybody's biking. So that's how you're first going to be able to create your utopian society. Now, I'm not in this whole, I'm not into that whole uh, twisted Eastern philosophy because it's not true Eastern philosophy. They've, they've messed up Eastern philosophy. But it's like, this is my reality, not your reality. Well, go there and make your own reality. But I don't mean it in that sense. But go there and make the life that makes you happy. Find a job that makes you happy. But understand that that job might not equate to lots of money. But at least you're going to be happy because you're going to be able to go out and bike more and do all those other things. But you've got to be willing to create that utopian society within yourself, within your own inner being. Finding God, finding happiness, the location that makes you happy, the people that make you happy. That's what's going to truly create that utopian society not to be given everything but to take a chance and go somewhere where you want to live take the job that you want and with all the social media and all these uh, technological advances 
there are many ways that you can make money. Side money, at least. An extra four or five, six hundred bucks a month that will hopefully help you on your journey, but it's going to take time. So how can you create that utopian society? I think we've got to understand that a utopian society will never be given because happiness cannot be given. It has to be seeked. You have to search for happiness. You have to search for God. That's that whole concept of free will. The reason why God will never truly just come out and show his existence to the world is because then you have no free will. Knowing that God exists and you must worship God takes away your free will. So he makes it difficult to understand. He makes it difficult to comprehend. Just like this utopian society that we crave. I've heard it said best when it comes to cars and bicycles and and TV shows and all this. You're never going to get exactly what you want. Even that luxury car. But they're going to give you just enough to say, I'll settle for it. That's not what God wants for you. That's not what utopian society is. Because that's what that utopian society would be that they're trying to feed you. $40,000 a year. You don't have to work. You don't have to do nothing. Right? That's the lie. God would never feed you that lie. He would make sure that you were happy in every way, shape, or form. But pain does come along with these things. You've got to understand that. And if you're willing to contemplate, search your inner being, you will understand. I was talking to uh, one of the one of the young ladies at work, and I told her that we went on this whole uh, issue. She's Catholic, doesn't believe in all the Catholic teachings, but I decided to ask her one day. We got on the abortion subject. I know it's it's touchy subject, and I asked her one day. It was like two, three weeks later when I finally was able to work with her again. And I asked her, do you believe everything happens for a reason? And she said, oh, of course. I I believe in it very strongly. Like if you are late to work or you, if you're late to work, it's because, you know, you were about to miss an accident. Or if you've got, if this happened to you because of this, right? This or that, this or that. Everything happens for a reason. And I told her, well, I told her then, well, wouldn't you believe then that even an unplanned pregnancy or, you know, any of the worst situations that could happen, happen for a reason? And she kind of, you know, she didn't really say much after that, but I just wanted to end it there. I didn't want to get too into it. I didn't want to get too much, uh, too deep. I didn't want to push any buttons, um. And I think the only way we can truly understand that these negative things have an impact in our life in a positive way, can have a positive impact, is a majority of the time these negative things are telling you that you need to change in ways that you already know you need to change, but you don't want to change. And if you don't want to change, those negative things are going to keep happening. But anyways, creating that utopian society, remember, it's possible but it's within you. And I'm not talking about this whole, you know, uh, what's true for me may not be true for you. I'm never going to promote that. Because I hate to say it. If you put a gun to your head and pull the trigger, you're most likely going to die. 
And I've said it before, just like I always say it. Just because there's exceptions to the rules does not mean the rule does not apply. So I have no way none of this, what works for me doesn't work for you. I'm sorry if everybody follows their, you know, their purpose, searches for their purpose and their passions and makes decisions in life. You will have a good life. So I'm going to end it right there. I know I got off subject a lot. Um, but I hope this helps you in understanding that they're trying to feed us BS when it comes to this utopian society. And it's that same concept of what works for me doesn't work for you. And there are a lot of people that love to work. So just giving everybody $40,000 a year would not solve the problem because that's not a utopian society. Because the person that loves to work is not given the chance to work. Or is, but, you know, you know what I mean? It's, just, it's, it's not a utopian society. It's like they say, find the thing that, that you love to do, make it your job, and you'll never work a day in your life. That's the utopian society. Not this nobody works, everybody gets $40,000. So, thank you for tuning in. I hope this helps. I hope it's food for thought. I hope it gives you something to discuss, something to contemplate, and will help you in the future. So once again, thank you. I know your time is valuable. I hope this podcast helped you. It's going to allow you to help and lead those around you. Don't forget to follow on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, the YouTube channel. Those links are down below. The YouTube channel, health, fitness, mind, body, spirit, Catholic, Christian, anything I read, I try to create a video and now podcast about the topic. So I'm going to end it there. Thank you. I'm going to play a little bit more of the Andy Minio song, Neverland, Andy Minio, M-I-N-E-O. And stay tuned for the next podcast. Yeah.